0: From him, I learned uh, how to be happy and work in the same time.
1: And I'm the opposite,
0: the exact opposite. Olympic Channel podcast.
2: That was figure skating BFFs Evgenia Medvedeva and Jason Brown. I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. We find the best people to talk about the biggest Olympic talking points. Every single week. If you love the Olympics, subscribe now wherever you find your podcasts.
3: Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Podcast.
2: We are jam packed with figure skating royalty this week. Russian figure skater Evgenia Medvedeva left her home country at the start of the season, which sent a ripple through the figure skating world. She has rebuilt her life in Toronto, Canada. The reason? The chance to work with coach Brian Orsa, the man behind the world's very best skaters in the past, people like Olympic champion Yuna Kim, and now people like two-time Olympic gold medalist Yasuru Hanyu. At the airport, waiting for Medvedeva and her mum was US skater Jason Brown. He too had joined up with Orsa with the hope of achieving great things at the start of this season. Brown and Medvedeva simply hit it off. Or, as Brian also puts it, they jive well together. Both have performed well overall this season, with Brown taking a small silver medal at the World Championships for the short programme and Medvedeva fiercely fighting all the way to the very end to earn a third-place finish at the Worlds. Olympic champion Meryl Davis sat down with both to talk about what it's really like at Orser's cricket club. And their dramatic seasons. But they started off by talking about how their friendship flourished. Olympic Channel podcast.
1: I found out I was moving to Toronto. Um, Brian told me that Evgenia was going to be moving and to he Toronto. He just texted me. And,
0: yeah. and I was so surprised because I didn't know that he going to skate in the cricket club. Yeah. And I was like, I, Excuse me, <laughs> what? Oh, that's great. And, um, he was the first person whom I knew uh, in Toronto who met us in um, airport with my mom. We're still so grateful for this, cause yeah, that's so like complicated to move from one country to another, and he helped us so much. You can't even imagine.
3: I've, obviously, you've gone through a lot of changes, both of you changing coaches, changing to different countries, um, training environments. How much has being there with each other and supporting each other along the way helped this adventure for you?
1: I think it made the whole, at least for me, the whole transition easier. Mm-hmm. Um, going through it with someone that was going through something similar. Um, obviously, we're in different points in our careers and we're, we have such different goals and where we, where we want to be and what we want to do, and I think that uh, but at the same time, we were going through such massive change, and we were there for each other to go through it with, mm-hmm. um, reminding ourselves that it was a step-by-step step by step process. Oh my God, <laughs> that,
0: that's phrase like step by step. I listened to this for almost a year as I moved to Toronto from the first day. Yes, he's saying me almost every day, step by step, step, step yeah. by step, step by step, and like,
1: it's paying off,
0: and it's. Yeah, it's true, it's really
3: warm. Is it something that came up for you when you moved to Toronto? Or was it your philosophy before you moved there?
1: A little of both. Mm-hmm. I think something that I found so incredible about Tracy and Brian, and I know you would agree, is that they're just so patient. They're like, it's gonna take at least 18 months. Like, mm-hmm. it's, gonna, it's gonna be a process. And when we're having rough days, they're like, they're, like, not phased. They're yeah. like, Espe- okay, Especially
0: like- Tracy, because Brian <laughs> yeah. is more emotional. Yeah. <laughs> we can see, like, he's trying to hide his emotion, but we can see how he's nervous or angry. But Tracy, no, she doesn't show any any emotions. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay, it's okay, so let's do this one, one more time. And it just makes me so confused sometimes, because <laughs> I was like,
3: are you angry on me now, or yeah. how? Oh So we're just finishing up the competitive season. Can you each talk to me a little bit about the World Championships and how it felt for you, your experience, and how you're hoping to take that into the next season?
0: I've made here a lot of steps forward, like even not one, even not two. I think I just ran a small distance forward. Um, And I'm so grateful for opportunity to be here because everybody knows how hard it was to qualify Mm -hmm. here. Well, if I, I remember, he <laughs> teach me your words, <laughs> how to pre- pre- <laughs> pre- pronunciate, yeah, mm. so, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really grateful to be here, and I've got a lot of experience here, and um, the main thing for me that I'm, I know that I'm able to go forward. From now, I'm pretty sure that everything's gonna be.
3: That's so cool to hear. You. <laughs> it that. will
0: That's be fine. fine. Yeah. It will be fine. It's I, such a
3: good feeling, and I think as an yeah, athlete, we all go through that
0: time. To and... feel the confidence finally, just somehow, and it's really
1: yeah, incredible I feeling. It's, you know, I think I had these moments where things were coming together, and I think my short program and coming away with a small world medal, mm-hmm. a silver in the short. I mean. I would have loved the rest of the event to go well, but I think having like what Evgenia said, having these moments of confidence, having these moments, these glimpses of like, oh my gosh, like I can see where I'm headed, Mm -hmm. I think gives you that confidence and reassurance that, okay, like I'm on the right path. I'm, you know, it gives you that reassurance.
3: Absolutely. So, And I also, of course, we've talked a bit about Brian and Tracy and, and your relationship with your new coach, but can you talk a little bit about the training environment beyond I know you have a great friendship but you're working with yuzuru for a while you're skating with javier fernandez talk about the camaraderie with all the athletes there at the cricket club
1: i think what's so special about the cricket club is that we're all from different countries mm-hmm. so there's this feeling of we're pushing each other and there's this amazing camaraderie and this competitive kind of fire from all of us but mm-hmm. we're not kind of competing for spots mm-hmm. um against each other so it really creates this like really healthy environment and everyone from each country brings something different to the table and something unique and special yeah. um that they that their strength is mm-hmm. so then whenever we're all on the ice it's like we're all pushing each other in such different areas and supporting one another and i think that's yeah. one of the most amazing things yeah i just it.
0: wanted to say about um the difference between um, between cultures mm-hmm. uh over countries and of course in the. Um, in a character, everybody is so different. Like Jun, Yuzu, Jason, me, we are totally different. And we're trying to uh, learn something like the best from each other. And I think that it's really, really great for our improving as a person. And what
3: have you learned from, whether it's each other or from your other training mates? Are there any specific things you've learned from each other as you're training there? I
0: think from him, from him,
3: I learned
0: uh, how to be happy and work in the same time and uh, how to be patient in uh, like some awkward
1: situations. And I'm
0: the opposite, opposite, opposite. the exact opposite. opposite.
1: I'm learning how to be way more focused, way more serious, um, way more kind of determined and taking kind of setbacks and getting angry from them and using them to fuel me from it's kind of from Evgenia.
0: like we uh um like split it a little bit (laughs) and uh gave the half to each other yeah (laughs) it seems like a golden middle yeah yeah it seems like you guys are perfect training mates it's been
1: really it's been really amazing she the first week she got came to toronto she gave me the sticker of this beige like the beijing olympic logo (laughs) and put it up in my car and she was like she was like put it up right in front of my car and it's on my windshield and it's because of her so that every day I'm reminded that that's that's our goal that's what we're trying to get to it's this logo on her phone
3: so what are the goals moving forward do you have those of course Beijing 22 but with more specifics what are the goals for each of you for me
0: the main goal for well, for the beginning of the next season is uh, to try to learn um, really difficult jumps like a quad suck mm-hmm. or to try a quad toe because um, yeah figure skating is improving and we all can see this crystal clear and uh, it's really I even feel how it's how it will be difficult to fight in the next season mm-hmm. so my goal is to make body stronger mind calm down and try to do the most difficult mm-hmm. stuff in the practices and then in the competitions.
1: I think for me, it's building that confidence and the consistency. Mm-hmm. Like Evgenia said, I want a quad sound, quad toe too. Yes. It'll be a race. We're, yes. we're going to already be at you it. Know. Come on, come on. We can do this. Um, but it's, you know what? I think one thing that Evgenia taught me from this entire season is just Continuing to put in the work, continuing to put in the work to push through. Mm-hmm. Her mindset has been so strong this whole season. Not for one second did she take herself out of the race of the World Championships. She was like, "I want to go. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep fighting for that spot." And to see her fight till the end, to get on the olymp, get on the world podium again yeah, after incredible. such an incredibly tough year, like it just proves to me. And to everyone, really, that anything's possible. And that if you just keep your mind to it and keep pushing through and not lose
2: hope, you can do anything.
0: Olympic Channel Podcast.
2: Big thanks to Evgenia and Jason there. Brian also admits there's a special chemistry between those two. So after another crazy season, Meryl thought it was best that we caught up with Brian. We wanted to get the inside track on what he thought about Yuzuru Hanyu season, why Jason Brown is the perfect student, and what he thinks of this new Nathan Chen Yusuru Hanyu rivalry. But they began by talking about the bond between Jason Brown and Evgenia Medvedeva.
3: Olympic Channel Podcast.
4: The end of the race is really the, the important part. And all of you know we had some ups and downs on the way there. We learned from each one of them. Mm-hmm. It's always difficult for an athlete. And you probably know this too, too, when you make a change like that, and it's a pretty drastic change for both of them. Mm-hmm. And they've c- both come from long time coaching relationships. Mm-hmm. So you have to take a few hits along the way and you have to get comfortable with each other and you have to try to continue to develop. And they did, and I was really proud of them. And we took a few hits and, but, but. From the beginning, we all sort of said, okay, we'll take a few hits along the way. And if we can just persevere through this and continue to grow, the end result will be great. And I always feel with new athletes, it's about 18 months of, um, of development and getting used to each other and for things to gel. Because when you make a change, you, you know, you get under pressure. Let's say it would be a Skate Canada early in the season or or a nationals or something, you tend to fall back on some of your old habits Mm -hmm. and that's just human nature and and that's what they did. And so they were kind of in limbo in between the two, the new way, the old way, and sometimes the wheels fall off during that time. Uh, But now I think we've got most of the wheels on and we're making some great progress and I'm excited for the next, you know, eight more months Mm -hmm. for things to really
3: I was talking to Yevgenia just a couple of minutes ago, asking her where she hopes to go in the next season, and she had mentioned, of course, quads. You know, yeah. chosen by Eva doing mm-hmm. the Quad Sao here. That's the direction Ladies Figure Skating in, in large part is going. What's your opinion on that?
4: Uh, yeah, it's, you know, the thing is, at, at this moment, it's, I mean, yeah, so we have Elizabeth Trissombeva doing the Quad sow, and it seems to be fairly consistent. We have, you know, Rika with the triple axel, not so consistent, mm-hmm. and it's a huge risk. And now with this new system, so you go out and you fall on the triple axel, and perhaps it might even be under-rotated, and then you get minus fives. Right. That's a huge hit. So, it. I mean, I'm all for working on it, mm-hmm. and... and I think our first one will be the um, quad Sal, but our quad toe is not bad either actually. So one of those two, but uh, we do have a few girls at our rink that are working on quads and that's pretty incredible, but you still have to lay it out in the competition and there's going to be, you know, that tested kind of period. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just remember like, you know, a million years ago when I started doing triple axle. I was like the first one to do triple axel, mm-hmm. but I went through a whole year of trying to put it out there mm-hmm. and, I, and, and I paid the price until I got that first one done. And then it was, and then all of a sudden it just kind of feels like it's, it fits and it's comfortable and it, you know, it becomes mm-hmm. consistent. Mm-hmm. But you know, where are we going to take those chances, take hold? And then I think both of them will flourish.
3: But so the relationship between Evgenia and Jason, um, in addition to all of the many wonderful things at the Cricket Club and with you and your team, it seems like the camaraderie and the training situation between mm-hmm. the two of them is is very beneficial for both.
4: They both work hard and they're, they do have some special uh, chemistry mm-hmm. and because, maybe because they're both new and they've left home and they're um, in uncharted mm-hmm. territory. But they've taken some comfort in in that with each other, and they both work hard and they're both very realistic and um, and they've 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 both had some ups and downs throughout the season but sort of you know a, a, a nice ending to their first season with us and we do have a great team and we have a great community of of um, coaches and parents and adult skaters and um, and just members of the club i mean it's it's uh, everybody kind of embraces the the skating section Mm -hmm. and it it does make our job a little bit easier because we know that they're taken care of and that they're cared for and um, you know there's a lot of pride of the of the members of the club so they feel they feel safe there it's Mm -hmm. you know and and they have each other and it's really it's nice and it's special and they're both wonderful people and like you said they are different and they have completely different backgrounds Uh, but um, they seem to jive really well.
3: Mm And looking forward for each of them, um, I know you said 18-month process, you're looking forward in particular to the next eight months. What specifically for each of them are you hoping to focus on?
4: He's kind of that perfect little student where he's going to do everything we say, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you know going out for, the, for a warm-up, he's like, should I wear my team jacket? I'm like, how do you feel? Do you want to wear it? Right. He's like, well, what do you think? Right. I'm like, uh, wear it. And then he'll skate around and say, when should I take it off? I'm like, when you're too warm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you warm? I don't know. <laughs> so let's take the jacket off now. Okay. okay. Do you want to take your skates off? Because you're skating six. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> so I have to be on the ball with him. Whereas okay. Evgenia, she just knows I'm going to keep the skates on. I'm going to take them off. I'm putting them on now. I'm going to tighten them a certain way. Yeah. But he's just being like this little perfect little student that's, you know, because he wants to learn and he's willing to take these chances.
3: Well, I've had the opportunity to speak with Jason a couple times through, especially the second half of, of this competitive okay. season, and he's expressed several times his extreme respect and desire to um, please you, and, mm-hmm. and he wants that. Um, it just, I think it just comes from respect. So it's uh, what, a, what a great situation to have. And actually, that sort of leads me to my next question, which is, you can have an incredible athlete, an incredible coach, and sometimes it just it doesn't. It's not the right connection. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of finding that right relationship, the coach-student relationship? It's
4: it's automatic. Mm-hmm. You know, like for instance with Havi, mm-hmm. it was automatic and it was instant. And he came to us and and just kind of like I lost a lost little puppy dog and mm-hmm. and with a lot of talent but had no direction. So. Between you know Tracy and I to just get him set up in a place to live, and to figure out his schedule and to be able to let him have his you know PlayStation time and you know the, all the heavy things and find that balance with him. But it was instant with him. Now and I've had situations with with athletes where it just didn't jive, mm-hmm. and so we had to like for instance with uh, Elizabeth Trusinbayeva, right. and she came second here. And I'm like really happy for her and I'm very proud of her. And, but you know, a year ago right now, we had that conversation where I said, I think it's probably best that you stay in Russia. Okay. And, and not because she was misbehaving or not working or, you know, and I was trying my best, but it just, something wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So she found her place and it's funny, it's ironic that she went back to a Terry. And so she's, we kind of did a little switcheroo but and, and she's done well here, and it's nice, to, and, I, and I'm happy to see her skating well because she kind of found where she needs to be, and she needs that type of coaching, I guess, mm-hmm. and it works for her. And with Evgeny, I think now it's working for her at her stage in her life. So you just know, you you know with, you know, I mean, yeah. you've been through it, and then you just yeah. know when you have a coach and a team of coaches, and, and it just is natural, mm-hmm. and you have. A mutual respect for each other.
3: Well, speaking of Olympic champions, multiple-time Olympic champions who are continuing to move on and find purpose and meaning and challenges, Yuzuru Hanyu. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about okay. Yuzu. Um, he is, of course, legend and icon in the sport, two-time Olympic champion. Mm-hmm. Talk about his return after his injury this season. Um, of course, the World championships, championships didn't necessarily turn out the way he wanted, mm-hmm. but still an incredible showing nonetheless.
4: Yeah, and it was kind of a carbon copy of last year because he had the injury on the same foot and we had maybe a little bit more time off last year getting ready for Olympics, but you had those Olympics looming to kind of keep him motivated when he was ready to get back on the ice. And this time it was almost as long and it was um, a similar situation, but I guess maybe learning from last year, he knew exactly um, sort of the path to take to recovery and to trust and to know, you know, when it was safe to sort of turn up the heat and kind of go full steam ahead, and, and that's what he did because he did it last year and he had to do it this year. And it's not the easiest way to get to where you want to be, and um, but he was he pretty he pretty well got there, and it was really you know, I guess this is kind of his first time competing in Japan since he won the Olympics for the second time. So coming here it was just like overwhelming. I just kind of braced myself when we were flying over, knowing that we'd get to the airport and there would be a, a big media blitz and then um, and just the fans, you know it was incredible. I mean, you were probably at the building when just when he would walk up those stairs for a practice yeah. and this practice is sold out, and the, you could hear people and the other guys are skating, and you could hear this crowd, and they're all going, "Oh, user showed up
3: and so how do you, as a team, how do you deal with that? Of course, coming from Toronto where you can you can focus and and it's a different situation. Of course, coming back to Japan with his second Olympic gold medal, how do you work on maintaining the focus?
4: We're we're pretty we're pretty prepared for it, and he is very prepared for it, and he has a great um, team around him, separate from his coaching team, that will manage the media manage um, the fans manage his transportation manage his meals and all those things that is really necessary Mm -hmm. and 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 also just for safety um but i have to say as you know as one of his coaches it's it's kind of a fun ride actually you know to be traipsing along you know just a few steps behind him and just kind of marveling at all this stuff that's going on it was similar to um when i was with Mm yuna And it was that same level of stardom, it was, um, it was pretty overwhelming. But I think it's, you know, he's such a great ambassador for the sport. And, you know, figure skating is alive um, because of, you know, what's, what's been going on in Japan with figure skating and not just with him, but with, with Shoma. And then now we have these new coming up and in, in the past with Mickey and with Mao. So and Shizuka, so they've had a long history of greats. And so he has some big shoes to fill but he's doing it really well, and he's doing it like a real champion.
3: Absolutely, and speaking of being a real champion, um, I was reading a lot of the quotes from him and and Nathan um, throughout the course of the week, and it just seems like there's a lot of very genuine mutual admiration Mm -hmm. between them um, Two incredible athletes, incredible talents, but also class acts, I think, and, and they're great representatives for the sport. Can you talk a little bit about that rivalry, the friendly, respectful mm-hmm. rivalry between the two of them, which I know Yuzu has had before, perhaps with someone like Javi.
4: Yeah. I think key word is respect and yes, and Javi and Yuzu had some great respect for each other. But at the end of the day, you know, Yuzu wants to win and mm-hmm. Javi wants to win and Shoma wants to win and Nathan wants to win and which is fine and that's that's what great athletes are all about. Mm-hmm. But they have respect and I could even see it on practice sessions when, you know, someone's going down for a jumping pass with their music and, you know, I'll see someone like Nathan kinda change his pattern a bit so that Yuzu can come in. And then Yuzu will do the same thing too. And if by accident they do get in each other where they're kinda looking and like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And so that's great. But they both you know, they're both still pretty fierce competitors and that all that fierceness happens when they get back to their training centres and they train. And I can guarantee you you know with with Yuzu he'll be back soon mm-hmm. and he's probably already figured out some math mm-hmm. on how we can get those extra points and it was unfortunate in the short we missed about 12 points on that one jumping pass so you know you so you add that in and then you start looking realistically another point here and another point there another you know mm-hmm. and I, I mean Yuzu's stamina was not up to the level yet to be able to get giant scores on the spins and the steps, True. which has an impact on all the components. So there are a lot of points and they, they can, he can still be, I mean, my message to him anyway is that he can still be very competitive mm-hmm. with Nathan. Now, Nathan's been smart his group. They've been smart because they're playing our game. Mm-hmm. So they know where to get those points. And for Nathan, it was not just in the technical ability of these incredible jumps but you know his skating skills are getting better Mm -hmm. you know his spins are getting better and and we did the same thing when we were challenging and and trying to compete with patrick chan Mm -hmm. so you go back eight years you know we sat down and said how can we get ahead of patrick chan so sure let's do our jumps but he was a great jumper too what was the standout for him he's a great skater Mm -hmm. right he's like a skater's skater and so it's like that's what we have to work on okay we don't need to go out and get a quad lats right away we need to work on this and it's gonna it'll take time Mm -hmm. so and that's what we did and every competition got a little closer and a little closer and by the time we got to sochi olympics we were like at par with with patrick and that was like a big step for us when that happened
3: so Nathan Chen, Yuzu Hanyu, incredible rivalry that's, that's still relatively fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about how they're inspi- inspiring each other, motivating each other, and where you see that going in the future.
4: Well, Yuzu is always motivated by a challenge, mm-hmm. and he takes that challenge on. It's really quite remarkable with someone who's already won two Olympic gold medals, and he's won two world titles, and he still somehow finds... A challenge to push himself to be better, and he never wants to plateau you know he might sort of go he might plateau in you know the 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 you know the level of the jump, so right now we're at you know the quad loop, and that's pretty darn good, <laughs> but he'll find other ways to push it, and different transitions and entries into jumps and exits out of jumps and so he um he he finds out but he he'll he'll do it because he has a rivalry and and I remember, you know, with the Battle of the Bryans right. and, you know, a long time ago, that I was motivated by that. Yeah. And not in a mean spirited way, but just in a good, healthy, as an athlete kind of way, and you um you, you need you need that. They get better because of each other. I was a better skater because of Brian Botano and he was better because of me. And I think Evgenia and um and Zagidova are are fighting through this time in their lives and they are getting better because of each other. So, uh, and that's what happens. And so with Nathan and with, and Yuzuru, um, they're getting better because of each other. Now, how long go, this will go on, I have no idea. And I guess that's sort of a question for Yuzu because I honestly don't know the answer to that. And um, whether we, you know, I mean, next year, he has hinted a little bit about that. But he'll make that announcement, mm-hmm. and whether he goes on to, to the Olympics in Beijing, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do I think he can physically maintain this? The answer would be yes. Because yeah. oh. he loves it. He loves skating. He loves performing. He loves competing. What we saw here in Tokyo with, with the fans. and yeah. Who could not love that? <laughs> right. It's special. It's very special. It's, and yeah, and that just creates magic. And not just him some others and there'll be some other ones kind of sneaking through too that will also create some magic so it's it's good for the sport and i guess we'll have
3: to wait and see yeah well congratulations on an amazing season you certainly gave so much to the sport as an athlete and as a figure skater figure skating fan i know the whole community is so lucky to have you and your your whole coaching team influencing the sport and the athletes the way that you do so congratulations Enjoy your very well-deserved mm-hmm. vacation and can't wait to see what what comes next year.
2: It's easy with you.
3: <laughs>
4: it really is.
3: Olympic Channel Podcast.
2: Big, 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 big thanks to Meryl. Thank you so much. And also, quick shout-out to Scott Bregman, Kentaro Aragaki and Rachel Griffiths, who were our team out in Japan. Amazing job by all of them. If you want to relive the world, I will stick a link in the episode description to our daily blog, which was super popular and great fun to read. If you like this episode, then let's share the love. Take a screenshot of the podcast and bang it up on your Instagram story. Make sure you tag Olympic Channel so we can see. You can also put a link in directly to the episode using Spotify. That would be awesome. And as the figure skating season comes to a close, why don't you have a listen to one of my favourite episodes of the podcast with Alona Savchenko's husband, Liam Cross. The question we asked him, did he ever get jealous of what he saw between Bruno Masso and Alona on the ice? She's very different to any other relationship I've ever been in. She's wholeheartedly mine. She gives herself to me and I just trust her. I've never I've never not trusted her. It's a really interesting episode and Liam was super honest and such an amazing interview, comes highly recommended. If you want to follow me, I am at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E on Twitter and Instagram. We also, this week, got a little award saying we were the number one Olympic podcast. Thanks to Feedspot for the recognition. Give us a subscribe for now, officially, the best podcast about the Olympics out there. there. A five-star review on the podcast app would be great. It's also a great place to put your inspiration. You talk from each episode. For example, you could put something like, Evgenia Medvedeva. That interview was really amazing and I took a lot of inspiration from how she came back from all her difficulties this season. We love reviews, especially five-star ones. Anyway, that's it for now. See you soon.
0: Think like an Olympian.